How's it going, guys? Past level question for pathology for step one. Before we start, please subscribe to my channel. I really appreciate it. Can be like really appreciate it. Find me on Instagram, LN underscore medical, MHLM underscore medical. Links down below for me. Telegram links to the Telegram group channel down below. And I start the clip. Four year old boy is DKA. Okay, so any one random glucose is greater than 200 diabetes mellitus. Two fasting glucose is greater than 126 diabetes mellitus. HbA1c greater than 6.5 diabetes mellitus. You got a kid who has polyuria, polydipsia. Here I mentioned the polydipsia, the thirst. The reason you're thirsty is because increased glucose going to be pulling water with it through bowman capsule polyuria you're losing water and be dehydrated so you're trying to compensate weight loss is because you're catabolic if insulin is deficient then you can't store macronutrients so you're going to be catabolic in addition to losing water weight okay from the polyuria for spirit rates 20 it's increased to compensate normal range 12 to 16 so dk is the d in mud pile so high anangat metabolic acidosis you have a down arrow for bicarbonate down arrow for ph and then co2 you're gonna be blowing it off so down arrow for co2 to compensate decreased skin turgor just means decreased skin elasticity as a function of decreased water in the tissues okay so this is going to be a sign of dehydration so question wants to know which find most likely explanation for the patient's findings. Just hop to the answer choice here. Choice A, deposition amyloid, reduced cell mass, wrong fucking answer. This is the answer for late type 2 diabetes mellitus, okay? So in type 2 diabetes mellitus, in contrast, of course, this vignette is type 1. In type 2 diabetes mellitus, the mechanism is insulin resistance, usually secondary to obesity, okay? It can be things like chronic glucocorticoid use exogenously or even Cushing's endogenously. So insulin resistance is going to lead to large beta islet cells and nuclei acutely. Choice B, wrong fucking answer. This is going to be acute type 2. Choice A, wrong fucking answer. This is late type 2. So if you do a biopsy initially in someone with type 2, you're going to see choice B, large beta cells and nuclei. They're increased in size to compensate, increased protein synthesis, trying to make more, trying to synthesize more insulin. And then five, 10 years later, you do a biopsy, the pancreas in type two, you're going to see it's slightly shrunken in size and you have amyloid deposition. Okay. Now my fucking opinions on the NVMe exams. Choices A and B, wrong fucking answers. Choice C, lymphocytic infiltration, correct answer. So diagnosis, as I already said, DKA, and this is acute type one. And the immunologic mechanisms are manifold, multifarious, but you need to know that you're going to have a combination of a T-cell response slash antibody response, okay? There's antibodies in some patients against intra-beta islet cell glutamic acid decarboxylase 65, zinc transporter 8, but there's a T-cell response, okay? So thought to be uh, viral precipitated, okay? Coxsackie B. So you need to know that in acute type 1 for Yosemite, you're going to have an immunologic response within the pancreas. So choice C is our correct answer here, refers to acute type 1. Choice D, wrong fucking answer, refers to late type 1. So you do a biopsy of this pancreas in the same kid five years later, 10 years later, you're going to see atrophy and fibrosis. So short recapitulation is you're going to have an acute type 1 lymphocytic infiltrate, T-cell slash antibody response, late type 1, atrophy and fibrosis. In type 2, however... You're going to have large beta islet cells nuclei acutely. Late type 2, you're going to have reduced cell mass amyloid infiltration or am amyloid deposition. So those are high yield answer choices for PATH for USMLE. Choice C, wrong fucking answer. Some students are going to get pulled into this as a distractor because it's very buzzy, non-enzymatic acosylation, glomerular basement membrane. Glomerular basement membrane. Okay, so this is diabetic glomerulosclerosis. It's responsible for the nephrotic syndrome. Now, this can also occur for blood vessels, right? You get non-enzymatic oscillation of vascular endothelium, 
Okay, that leads to uh, defective diapedesis of leukocytes. So, for example, if you uh, cut your foot, if a diabetic patient can't feel his or her feet because of peripheral neuropathy, osmotic damage to the myelin sheaths, and then you have vasculopathy from defective ability to heal the area, decreased blood flow uh, in conjunction with decreased diapedesis because of the non-enzymatic costellation vascular endothelium, that's how you get increased risk of dry gangrene. Choice C, wrong fucking answer. You know the deal. I'm going to make more content. If you like my stuff, subscribe my channel. Appreciate your time. That's it.